0: Yow, 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 yow. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you all. Um, it's June. Uh, that means wedding season is upon us. Um... Shout out to everyone getting married. Um, the sad part of that is more than half of y'all will be getting a divorce soon. You know, do whatever you want with that advice. Shout out to everyone graduating this year, uh, whether it's elementary school or whether it's with your Ph.D. Shout out to y'all. Get your education on. Um, since last time we spoke, done a couple interesting things. I saw the, the Aladdin movie. Cool movie. I'm not going to lie. I know the story. I've, I've seen it since I was seven. Not gonna lie. Part of the reason I watched that movie is because the chick who plays Jasmine is bad as fuck. Not gonna lie. Whatever. Um, what else have I done? I went to a Yankee game last night. We got smoked by the Mets, so that was a bad look. <laughs> you know, and that was the most dysfunctional game ever. It took us like 30 minutes just to get into the stadium. It was overcrowded, it was too many people. On the train ride home, I almost got into a fight. Shit got ridiculous. You know what I mean? Drunk white people, man. I I tell you. They, they, well, speaking of drunk people, the Puerto Rican Day Parade happened. Shout out to all my Boricuas. Mira, mira, mira. I made a post about Boricuas in the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and that shit went viral. Like, people I don't even know have reposted it. It's showing up on Twitter, showing up on Instagram. People are telling me, yo, my homegirl who live in Africa and Arkansas and Minnesota showed that on her Instagram. So shout out to everyone who shared my joke. Shout out to y'all. The Puerto Rican Day Festival turned out to be as musty as I predicted. Uh, People started fighting. People got cut. Cops showed up had to shut shit down just pure ignorance you know i mean people get it together get it together did y'all not see on netflix that thing when they see us i'm going to get into that that's that's the that's 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 going to be a hot topic on this show but people get it together stop fighting can't we just have a cookout and a couple drinks and act like human beings like how you sit around all day going Can't wait till that festival come when I see that bitches on and popping. It was mainly women fighting each other, girls cutting each other, just pure savagery. And of course it happened in the second mustiest place in New York City, East Harlem. First is the Bronx, second is East Harlem. Third is either Brownsville or East New York, but we're not going to have no Brooklyn slander on my podcast because we're from the county of Kings. But anyway, yeah, musty East Harlem, they had their festival and they was over there fighting and carrying on. You know, um... Took a trip out to Atlantic City, quick getaway, me and my girl. You know, it was like a weekend we spent out there, stayed at the Bogota, ate at Bobby Flay's restaurant, had some fancy wine, some good steaks, went to the buffet out there, good food. Um, I didn't win any money. I'm still broke. <laughs> like, and you know, at one point I was drinking and I was just staring because the way the, the the buffet is set up, it faces the casino. So I'm sitting there with my drink, drinking Jack Daniels, looking at just people gambling their life away. And that shit made me sad because I'm like, yo, it's just old people gambling their money away, waiting to die. Like, I don't want to go out like that. Also found out I still have asthma. <laughs> like, I haven't had an asthma attack since elementary school. I grew out of the shit. I can jog, swim, do whatever. I don't even carry a pump. Don't phase me. I walked through that casino, it was just a thick smog of smoke, and that shit reactivated my asthma so fast, it was disgusting. But how do people live like this? AC is not what I thought it would be. It's a bunch of old people, crackheads, and women walking around in fucked up outfits, and bitches with no teeth, trying to gamble their life away. It's sad. It's (laughs) it's fucking sad. I had a good time. I got to swim in a pool, not be at work. Had a good time. But it's fucking sad out there. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's pretty much the stuff that I've been doing. Um, so yeah, let, 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 let's, let's get into the show. Uh, Netflix put out a docu series, drama miniseries, however you want to call it, called When They See Us, right? It was about the Central Park Five, which were five minority boys, black, who were teenagers and allegedly raped a white woman that was jogging through Central Park. See, here's where they had me fucked up. Before, I remember, <laughs> this happened in 1989, mind you, okay? Netflix just put this special out. I remember in like 2002 or some shit, like back in the day, Um, some of the guys were getting out of prison and I had a joke, I was just like, see, I know this is some bullshit because first off, ain't nobody black up early enough to be raping a jogger. Like, it was a joke. Like, it was a joke. And of course people got mad and I said it recently on Facebook and a lot of people took it the wrong way, but fuck that. It turned out the boys had nothing to do with it. So my theory was correct. Black people ain't up raping no joggers, man. Like that's not in our MO. Like that's not our thing. The woman was 29. The boys were like 14, 15. Listen, I remember when I was 15, I was trying to fuck other 15 year old girls. I was trying to get head from other 15 year old girls. None of my friends sat around going, "Amen." Hey, man, Let's go knock out a white bitch and fuck her in Central Park. That never crossed our minds. That was never our style. Here nor there. I'm not really here to talk about the plot of the show. I'm here to talk about people who, after seeing it, were really like, Wow, I can't believe that in America, the judicial system is this racist. Okay, people. I'm glad y'all realize it. But where the fuck have you been the past, what, 500 years? I mean, shit. If you pay attention to any history book while you were in school, they told you black people in America started with what? Slavery, right? So off top, that should tell you, yeah, they got a raw deal. They don't even tell us about the Moors and things that predate that. Different topic for a different day. You can look that up on yourself. Google the Moors. Do some research. Okay, not what I'm here to discuss. What i are here to talk about is y'all didn't realize that people, black people, were fucked up out here. Y'all didn't realize that. Okay, so you know, slavery, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Black Panthers, Rosa Parks, segregation laws, Trayvon Martin, Black Lives Matter. None of y'all, none of that made y'all realize there was a problem in America. None of that. Martin Luther King was walking around, non-violent. I want peace between blacks and whites and all that humming bullshit and we shall overcome and march, 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 and trying to be peaceful. what they do to Martin for being peaceful trying to have everybody together? They hit my man in the head with a brick. <laughs> they, they shot Martin Luther King for trying to have black and white people get along. And that didn't make you realize, yo, there's a problem with black Americans, with black people in America. That didn't make you realize it? Malcolm X talking about civil rights, that didn't make you realize it? Yo, Jackie Robinson used to get kicked by his own teammates, spit on by his own teammates, just because he was black. I mean, black, white, Spanish Y'all motherfuckers are acting like those are the only three people that y'all didn't do book reports on during Black History Month. Them motherfuckers were treated horribly. And that didn't make you realize, wow, it's bad in America. That didn't make you realize it. Rosa Parks getting kicked off a fucking bus for sitting in the front. That didn't make you realize it. And then people... Hit me with the favorite line. Oh, we just needed a visual representation of how bad things were. Like seeing how bad that was really made us realize it's horrible in America for black people. So hold on. We sat here as a society and watched Eric Gardner get choked to death by cops on television. On motherfucking television every single day. That was like the hot story. That didn't make y'all realize, yo, it's fucked up out here. When those cops got off the case, that didn't make y'all realize it? That, what more visual representation do you need than a man being choked to death by cops on camera? No? Okay. What about that guy in Minnesota that was, I forgot his name. I forget the guy's name. The guy was in the car with his girlfriend, daughter in the back, cop pulled up on him, blew his fucking head off in front of the cops, on camera, shit was all over Facebook. That wasn't enough of a visual representation of what the fuck is going on in society? No? No? I mean, shit, how many times have I spoke about George Zimmerman on this podcast? I use him as a punchline for everything. The motherfucker killed a 17-year-old boy and we watched trial and saw him get away with it. That wasn't a visual representation of how, representation of how fucked up we are treated in the judicial system. That didn't make you realize it. But a movie from 30 fucking years ago about events from 30 years ago made you realize it? All right. No doubt. So when people were running around screaming, yo, black lives just matter. We're not saying we're equal. We're not saying we're better. We just matter. What y'all said. Blue lives matter. All lives matter. Blah, blah, blah. Women's rights. Yo, bro, we're getting killed by cops and getting crazy sentences for things we didn't do. All lives matter. It's like, uh, okay, no doubt. <laughs> like, for real? For real. you either dumb, stupid, or slow if you don't realize how bad shit is. Like, what what, what planet are you on? yo, I bet you if I put out a fucking documentary on slavery on Netflix, y'all would sit here and go, I didn't realize slavery was that bad. Really? So motherfuckers getting their feet cut off and backs beat and wives raped. Didn't make you realize slavery was bad. Okay, (laughs) no doubt, no doubt. But here's the thing that baffles me. Everyone's saying, you know, Brandon, you should stop condemning people For not realizing how bad it was and be glad that Netflix put a document, a docu-series out, mini-series, whatever you want to call it, out for people to be informed. So hold on. So so basically, when you break that down, that means if this never came out, y'all will still be walking around thinking, it's not that bad. Okay. That's what got me tight. And then I've heard some other people say, well, where else on planet Earth can a black man be a millionaire? I don't know. Canada, France, London. Have you seen Nigeria and the amount of money that they're making out there? No. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I've never seen a black man be a millionaire in France. Really? Do you not watch soccer? Did you not see the entire French national team was Africans? What planet are y'all living on? Do you like are y'all blind? Do y'all not want to acknowledge it? I'm confused. I'm confused. It's crazy out here. Is it really that bad? It can't be that bad. Yeah, it's bad out here. Yo, it's so bad, right? That as a black person in America, if we call the cops, we're genuinely concerned. And think, yo, the cops might shoot us. If we see cops in our building, we're a little, like, on edge. Like, I don't know, they might fuck with me. I ain't even doing nothing. So we walk around with that every day. I don't know if a lot of y'all know that. Like, I've never been arrested. But still, like, when I see cops, I don't have nothing illegal on me. But it's just, like, I'm not exactly... I don't feel safe. I'm just like, yo, what if they just stop me and start some bullshit? Like that's a real fear for a lot of people. Like every, at one point for like a year straight, every day, it was another video of a cop killing somebody, a black dude specifically, like every damn day. And y'all needed visual representation. I, I don't understand. Like you're on Facebook every day, seeing black people murdered by cops. Y'all thought the whole Black Lives Matter rally was a joke? Like, what? <laughs> y'all bugging? Name another country black people could be prosperous. Bro, that's such an ignorant thing to say. And even then, it's just like... It's like saying, yo, y'all got it good here, so deal with it. That's like a man saying to his... A man who beats his wife, but gives her money... And then when she's like, honey, I want you to stop hitting me, he goes and says, well, other guys are raping their wives, so you should stop complaining. Like, that is a dumb way of thinking. What the fuck are you talking about? Bugging. A visual representation. What Nigga, what? Y'all tripping. So if that, that movie never came out, y'all will still be like, ah... Black people got it easy cuz they can play basketball good. Like man Y'all y'all got y'all understood the Alabama law real fucking quick. It's like they're trying to take away abortions. Everyone march and get we understand. Like y'all understand that, but y'all didn't understand black people getting fucked up. Okay. Y'all understood gay rights, but y'all didn't understand black people getting fucked up. Amen. Sad times out here, man. <laughs> like y'all, y'all, y'all are a new breed. Y'all moving different. All these riots when black people getting killed and the cops getting away with it. Y'all thought we was doing that for fun? People were trying to like express their anger, their sadness, grief, whatever you want to call it, fear. Whatever, whatever word you want to use, whatever adjective you want to use to describe the scenarios. There's been a plethora of examples of the judicial system being against black people every day for the last three years. And you mean to tell me a Netflix movie about a topic from 30 fucking years ago is what made y'all the light bulb go off? No doubt. And then people are like, oh, well, a lot of us weren't born. We didn't know that it happened. Da, 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 da. I feel you. I mean, by a show of hands, I'm in the room by myself. But if you're listening, raise your hand if you were born in 1492 when Christopher Columbus showed up on in the Western Hemisphere. Oh, wow. Nobody. But yet, you know, the motherfucker came over here, right? Exactly. It don't matter that you weren't born. It doesn't matter. This happened in New York. I'm not faulting you for not knowing, but don't say it's because you weren't old enough and you didn't know. Motherfucker, Google. Yeah, I could Google everything else. People got a smartphone, stare at their phone all day, still dumb as shit. Dumb as shit. Lo and behold, the the, the boys were innocent. They were innocent. They got awarded forty one million dollars to split like five ways or some shit, and the turnover was just some fucking Puerto Rican dude. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like what? It's like, hey man, um, sorry for ruining your life, your lives, but you know, here's forty one million dollars for y'all to split. Like when that kid, the swimmer, wasn't I think his name was Brock Turner or some shit. He raped the shit out of some chick. And they were like, oh no, he's a promising athlete. we can't ruin his life. He was, he raped her. Like they, they know he raped her. Five black boys in the eighties. Ah, they ain't going to be shit no way. Put them niggas in jail. And that didn't make you realize like, yo, shit crazy out here. Like off a bit, you think if I rape anyone right now, my black ass is going to walk around free and I'm a fucking celebrity. Now let me stop <laughs> now, nah, but for real, like that got me a little worried that a lot of y'all were on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram just now, just now in 2019, realizing that there's a lot of racism in America and unfair practices in the judicial system I mean shit our own president was talking greasy oh excuse, that was a nasty burp yo I, I had some fucking kombucha trying to be healthy and shit cause you know I'm over 30 motherfuckers getting old. out I had some kombucha and I, I don't know I've been fucking burping like crazy this shit is disgusting But yeah, um, Donald Trump had some greasy words about those kids. Like when the the initial incident occurred, he wanted the death penalty to come back in New York just so these five boys could be executed. He said that he hated them and all this and that. Then like a documentary about this same thing came out in 2012, an actual documentary, not a miniseries, a documentary uh, with facts and articles and evidence of that nature in 2012, and Trump still was just on some shit like, ah, well, you know, we should still hate these boys. And to this date, he has not apologized for his comments. This is years after their innocence was proven. Trump's still talking some greasy shit about these five black men now who were proven innocent. And this is your president of the United States, and you're telling me that you don't realize that there's racial tension. Everywhere at this point. Okay, no doubt. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Moving along. I had to get that off my chest because I was I was baffled at the responses I was getting because I'm 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 cutting down my friends list because y'all crazy. Y'all crazy out here, man. I'm all up for having. an intelligent discussion about something, but y'all, y'all, y'all want some ignorant shit. I know my show's called Ignorant Intelligence, but y'all are, y'all, y'all just ignorant. There's no intelligence attached to it. Like, if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But before I say some dumb shit, I'll at least get some factual evidence before I start rambling my mouth. Anyway, I learned something the other day, and it's just people... Are haters. Um, I say this because I'm you know, I'm a huge sports fan. I gauge a lot of society off of how people react during major sporting events. Okay. This year, LeBron James is not playing in the NBA finals for the first time in like eight, nine years or some shit, right? People call LeBron James a bum which doesn't make any sense to me, the guy made it to eight straight NBA finals with two different teams, okay? Half of you don't even know whether you wipe back to front or front to back and you're gonna call him a bum. Different story for a different day. But anyways, um, people call him a bum, but every time he played in the finals, on my Twitter and my Facebook would explode. Oh, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. And people would literally, literally just watch to see him lose because he's so successful. Okay. People claim to be boxing fans. One of the biggest quote unquote upsets happened, what last week or two or whatever, when Anthony Joshua lost to Andy Ruiz Jr. Andy Ruiz Jr. is built like Thor in Game but fatter. Anthony Joshua is built like Mr. Olympia. And Andy Ruiz Jr. beat this motherfucker's ass and no one spoke about it until like after the fact, right? Andy Ruiz Jr. had 95,000 followers on Instagram. He beat Anthony Joshua. No one actually saw it. They heard about it in the newspaper the next day or saw it on ESPN. Now he has almost like a million followers last time I checked. Y'all ain't give a fuck about this man's existence two days ago and now y'all his best friend. Now, no one really watches boxing. I don't see it talked about on my Facebook, nothing. But when Floyd was fighting, everybody was a boxing fan. Oh, it's this, it's that. Everybody wants to talk about techniques and this and that. And I realized something. People are not basketball or boxing fans. A lot of people are just LeBron and Mayweather haters. Outside of Mayweather fights, you don't really hear the casual person talking about boxing on social media. I have a couple of friends who are boxing fans. They watch amateur boxing matches. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the casual 9-to-5 guy, the casual girl. Y'all don't give a fuck about boxing. Y'all just wanted to see Floyd lose. And that's sad. You literally hate people who are great. I remember... Perfect example of that is when Kobe Bryant was still playing. Everybody was like, Yo, fuck Kobe, he trashed. Da-da-da-da-da. Everybody I know hated Kobe. Oh, he's so cocky, he's so arrogant. He only won because Shaq was on his team, and blah, blah blah blah. Then he caught that rape charge. Oh, he's a fucking rapist too. And then, yo, know, Kobe's retired now. You would think. Everybody was the hugest Kobe for. Oh, yeah, Kobe the GOAT, Kobe the GOAT, Kobe the GOAT. It's like, man, please. People just hate great. They do. Yo, there's people out here who say Jay-Z sucks. Listen, you Jay-Z's been rapping at a top-tier level since 96. That is 23 years ago. There's not another rapper on this planet that has been at the top for 23 years. Most rappers are at the top maybe three. Hell, even Drake. As cornball as he is, the guy has like the most hit records ever. He's the most streamed artist on the planet, regardless of genre. And yet, what do people say? Oh, he's gay, he's a faggot, he is, I don't listen to Drake. Somebody's listening to this motherfucker. Somebody, to be the most streamed artist on the planet, regardless of genre, somebody gotta be listening to you. Somebody. Somebody gotta be listening. Yeah, you know, he make music for bitches. All right. Some of y'all dudes are listening to, because there ain't no way every song could go number one Ain't no way every album could go number one. Ain't no way you can win a Grammy every single year and nobody's listening to you. The guy's been putting out hit records for a decade straight. From the time he came out, from so far gone, as soon as he signed with Cash Money, he hit after hit. Say what you want about him. You don't like him. You call him a deadbeat dad. He light-skinned, he corny. Whatever. Motherfucker got hits, and he got his own private jet. So shout out to him. Stop hating on great. Appreciate greatness while you can. Appreciate it. A lot of people only know Crackhead Whitney. They don't know 1980s hit music Whitney. They know Bobby Brown Whitney Houston and crack and cocaine and, you know, she fucking died in the bathtub. That's what a lot of people know her as. So people, if you have something great in front of you, Please appreciate it. Stop being such a hater. And people, creative people, speaking of haters, don't tell anybody your next move. Don't tell anybody about your plans unless they have to know. Like, say if I'm putting out a rap album, right? Hypothetically speaking, I'm not rapping. Too goddamn old for that shit. I'm not going to go and tell a bunch of people who are not helping me create my rap album about me putting out a rap album. Because I'm going to just make it, put it out, and then you're going to see it. Because the minute you overshare your ambitions and your goals, there's always going to be some haters sitting around. You can't do that shit. Why are you doing that? Yo, that shit whack. And then you start self-doubting yourself. By a motherfucker who can't even do what you can do. No matter what you do, someone's going to be a hater. And they bring all that negative-ass energy. And you might fail. And you know what's fucked up? People will really sit around waiting for you to fail. And act like you can't come back. I hate when black people do that shit, too. Like, with black people, when you fail, they really just, they're like, ah, this bum-ass nigga, ah, ah. Like, we're like the only culture doing that shit. All the other cultures, they start a business, they fail, they reopen another business, fail. Like they've so many billionaires have had like eight failed businesses. So yo, don't don't tell people your next move. Don't tell people your plans, your goals, your ambition, nothing. Just do what you gotta do, put your shit out. If they want to buy it, cool. If not, fuck them. Don't invite that kind of negative energy. Around you. Give you my guru words of wisdom. Listen to Uncle Brandon, yo. Listen, listen, listen to your uncle. A lot of y'all ain't grow up with uncles. A lot of y'all don't have no positive male influence in your life. That's why God put me here to be everybody's uncle. Listen. Giving y'all gems. You feel me? Still can't believe y'all ain't know that black. <laughs> That black people were having a hard time out here. Like, do y'all not listen to Chris Rock? I remember Chris Rock had a joke where he said, America to black people is like an uncle that paid your way through college but molested you. <laughs> like, did that not resonate when he said it? Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's good to be back for another episode. Got everything off my chest. So when y'all see black people in the street, you know, ease up. We go through a lot. All right? If your friend got a business, does art, support him. Stop hating. Appreciate the greatness. Your friend can end up be a billionaire one day and help your life. Stop being a bum-ass hater. All right? And now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. We have two lives, and the second begins when we realize we only have one. Yeah, that's some deep shit. Shout out to Confucius. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace. I can't believe I say stay black at the end of every episode. Y'all don't realize that. You know what, man? Stay black, y'all. Peace. I'm I'm, to I'm, I'm holler at y'all. Peace.